Do you want to play the one with words now? <laughs> By the way, that groovy vibe with the gorgeous oh, man, pictures. That, those shots were amazing. You know, I said to Byron this week, he goes, uh, you know, he's getting married. He's got a lot right. of things going on. Yeah. And, uh, if you guys don't know Byron Gog, and he's chief of photography here, I said, congratulations, brother. Can you just make me some art? Just wow. make me some art. So that's what he sent me. That's crazy, Charlie. And then he asked me to write some words. Okay to his pictures and I wrote some words and Mark fucked it all up. Cool. No, because you know no, what? I no, I, 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 I like that because now we just get to absorb the graphics and now we can see the graphics with the words. So that's cool. Don't, 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 we, don't cover feel, for me. Don't we feel I'm like, not covering for you, Mark. You, you burped like on an open mic. I will never cover for you. I mean, that's like, well, you know, this is a, it was a real, it still is. No, no disrespect to any mm-hmm. artists here, but like, I mean, this was a jazz capital. Photography capital, radio capital, music capital. You know, we shrunk a little bit, but we're still here. I, th- I think I think he showed you that. That's true. Would you like to see the correct version now? Yes, dumbass. All right. No, that's what I was talking about. That's Karen Dumbass. <laughs> this is the Dumbass and LaDue show. I have a word for Mark. I'll tell you that after. I told you. I'm totally, the first I'm totally baffled by this now. Dumb I told you during the Ledouche first fuck up. Art that and, refuses to be spoken over. And, and, and F up. So, Mark, F up. Mark. I mean, remember we were editing it and we heard, ah, whatever. Yeah, so I fucked it up. Really I don't know what happened. You, I need a new computer. Who do so I, I, I charge know, I'm driving for up north it's listening to your fuck ups. I mean, I got I to gotta take a shit. God. I already, I already did on the show. I know you did. You went in there and took one before the show. <laughs> no, I mean, I did right now, too. Oh, boy, I'm ruining the whole back. show. I killed it all. Go ahead. You did show killer. Marks I'm show. the worst. Go ahead. Go ahead what? I don't know. what. I don't Find know. it for me. I'm, I'm looking for it. it. All right. It's that good. So should we just, what do we do? Mm. I'm just, I'm, I'm at never a say that I think we're supposed to keep talking until yeah, we never find the right one. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm to. saying what, no, I'm taking a cue from Charlie. What do you want to do? We can have a conversation. You can go to something else. I'm oh, taking no, cues from no, you. No, I'm going to let Mark shit himself. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see. For the third time? Like, Come on, man. <laughs> he just got a little redder than he was before we, before we started. I'm going right to the source again. So. Yeah, He's right all right. It'll, I mean, it'll come why up. Why didn't you go but those, right to the those source are, Those are nice graphics, though. Beautiful. I'd love to see some of those in a steel version. You would? Like as a photograph. Oh, yeah. There is one. I don't know if it was the church or something. Oops, I'm sorry. I thought I had my phone on. Oh, how unprofessional. I know, I know oh, that God, is. That just, is the worst. Everybody's taking advantage of me, man. Um. This is unbelievable. When I guess I don't know if it was I at a church so hard, or something. You guys show up for an hour and fuck everything up. I got a great show planned. It's still a great I got show. A great show planned. It's still a great Flint show. Flint is over. Like we, t- it's officially mm-hmm. over. It's a fuck up, and we're gonna vote for Nestle. I mean, the, the, what a disaster she's been. But then what do we have? DePerno, the Republican denialist of like an election, and that guy's like could be. Arrested by the time election day comes, we who so who do we who do we vote for? So we decided to look down ticket. We've got uh, Joe McHugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's going to be here. He's a libertarian candidate. Okay. See what he's about. Search around for 
for a hero. And that's what people have to do, Charlie. Stop looking at just the immediate options. There are other options. What are those options? Well, Who are those options? We're going to look, and then uh, I'm still waiting on Mark, and he's over there like... That's okay. Kind of this, is, this is good conversation. Don't you think, Ray? Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, <laughs> Don't you think, for, for as it comes to <laughs> who's going to beat Nestle, I mean, I think it's just pick the least worst of the worst. But but I hear people keep saying that about who they are voting for in this upcoming election. And they're like, yeah, I don't really like this person, but I don't like I dislike their competition you know more so well, this was the, the lesser of the two of candidates probably like you know Nessa Whitmer uh Benson looking for a lighter uh ex except the Republicans gave us a pile of shit they mm -hmm. blew it and you know what this means really like I respect if you like Trump you voted for Trump you thought the shit was stolen but you know what you gave us nothing and we're not going with you the middle is not going with you the left is not going with you this shit gonna be a landslide they're still running your commercial too, if you, mm -hmm. in case you were interested. A ton on Channel Four. Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> yeah, they, they're abusing me, man. That's, yeah, they are. Rocket in pocket is getting back at it. Well, I mean, but it was a powerful <laughs> interview, uh, and it drives home their message. I mean, just just the exchange. Isn't that something? Like Joe Biden is, uh, you know. Is complaining about the press being surly and wanting answers because he won't talk to him, right? And then Whitmer won't give an interview. Nestle refuses to debate. And then Slotkin's people said that, you know, Alyssa Slotkin, uh, it's a very hotly contested seat, mm -hmm. her and Tom Barrett. Tom's uh, agreed to come on to debate Slotkin. They're debating right now. And then her camp said they're going to call back. And then he put out a statement today saying it's our last debate, which is, uh, you know, where's like the dignity? Mm -hmm. well, where's the call? How about, a, you know, we're not going to do it. We, th we thank you for the, you know, the opportunity, blah, 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 blah. Was, this isn't the way it goes, man. It's, it's, no, it's not supposed to. And that's if you remember, I talked about I wrote a column about that earlier, you know, in terms of people as an elected official, you don't have the right to say no people have you know the the they are entitled to know and you you know it's not private industry where you can say well i don't want to talk to you no and oh, and you, you can't but, but and you, you can't but you, but wait wait now but you steal my shit and you can't well, you steal my interview yeah but that's why you, I, i'm the one that delivered the mm -hmm. state house to whitmer if, if these polls are be to believe yeah. i did that Nothing you did. There's no record to exist upon. Maybe show off your job, Charlie. You should. All these... <laughs> what are you doing, Mark? Texting. Well, what are you texting? Are you I got. I got this crazy, this great video ready. I hope third oh, time's the charm. <laughs> all right, way to go, guys. Way to go, gal. Thanks way for covering for me. Let's see. Oh, there better be words Almost here. I see words. About his car. <laughs> Please be words. I see words. Please be words. Oh my God, we've got a video. Let's play that. Everybody's got a history. Most everybody comes from nowhere. In every family, there's a cousin no one wants to admit to. We make stories about such people. Detroiters almost exclusively. Working people, most definitely. The dandies and the swells and the connected people we know say we make stories about losers and less thans. But they're wrong. We make stories about people, our people. 
People who live in crowded apartments and ranch houses. People who shovel their own snow. And people who shovel other people's bullshit. People with fat aunties who wear stretch pants with stains on the ass. We don't do stories about people who pay doormen to open their door. We do stories about the doormen. We make stories about the laborer, the dreamer, the hustler, and the immigrant, whether he's a writer from Michigan or a waiter from Michoacan. When the cocktail set tells us they enjoy our cast of losers, we never mind them. We just smile and drink their liquor because they don't know what work is. You don't have the intro. What the fuck is wrong with that? Was that was a great. really great piece. Don't let it detract from the good work that that piece was. That was. That was. That was great. That was. I'm almost in tears. It, it would have been great. I'm in tears. Yeah, but for different reasons. <laughs> you don't have a spine, man. You blew oh, yeah. You blew that out in the car wreck you had. Look, don't get me fucking started on the car wreck. That was, that was a complete toss to you. That was Two fucking months. Listen, first of all, they didn't get the police report right. Second of all, now that I have to argue with the insurance company for damn near a week and a half to get an adjustment, now the collision company is talking up to two months before they can even take my goddamn car. Now, I don't understand that when the factories is pumping out these cars, 500 a night and shit on the third shift, killing factory workers. How it takes two months to get a bumper and a couple fenders to fix the car. But apparently, production is behind. They can't get parts. I got to ride around in this raggedy-ass looking car, which I worked so hard not to do for years. This is my first new car. Every car I've had has looked like this. Now my new car looks like this, and I'm paying a fucking note for it. I, I cannot hmm. believe this shit. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, I don't know what's going on, man, but the pandemic has screwed up everything, and it's just terrible out here. Dahmer could eat a little kid quicker than they can get my car in and fix it. <laughs> We're going to bring you a little Dahmer, because Mark apparently likes homely erotic serial killing cannibal movies. That thing's everywhere. I like all uh, serial killer movies. Does that Do make you? me a bad person? No, it, it does. Does man, it's it, it, it is weird. No, I'll admit it. I like true crime. It is weird. And mm-hmm. when I, you, you know, I would sit in with uh, you and Drew, you mm-hmm. know, in the pocket, and you guys would like pull up like homoerotic prison weird shit. And what? I'm like, what am I? I don't remember doing that. On this <laughs> now that's I that I don't remember. That's different. Oh, We're so. talking so, crime. So Unless you're talking about the murder of Richard Speck and. Um, <laughs> So we will unlock the vault of the knowledge you don't of Mark's be, You don't want to be in this head. Now you know why I we messed that up. We will do the Mount Rushmore of serial killers, according to Mark. I'm sure Mark's got a movie. Right, he got okay. the murder serial killer trading cards uh, yeah. at home. Ooh, <laughs> they have those? Let's get them. He probably got Dahmer's fork. You know, I'm going to buy his glasses. They're, they're at, at an encyclopedia of crime. Because uh, I was also intrigued by criminals. See, yeah. I, I got in trouble once for writing my book report on Al Capone. So I understand a little bit. I think I still have those encyclopedias I'm, from you. I was a kid. I'm fascinated yeah. how the mind works. Yeah. So. So. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, right on. Okay, well, now, look, uh, this week's rant is brought to you by American Coney Island. Because when I eat wieners... <laughs> 
that's where I go. I don't go shopping on the street and bring a guy back and dope him up and saw him in half and eat his heart and freeze his genitals and shit. I just go to American Coney Island. It's very nice. That so this visual, week's you know, rant is brought to you by American Coney Island. So now, what's the old adage say? Your home is your castle. That's the old adage. And that's right. Unless you're running for high office in Michigan this election season. If you're seeking a big chair of political power here in the mother of all swing states, then your declared domicile may be little more than a rent-by-the-hour bathhouse where you place a lamp in the window to convince your constituents that you're actually around. With redistricting, it seems like everybody is scrounging for a place to call home. Take Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin, you know, the Democrat who won't call me back. She's battling ethic questions that we broke here on this program since it came to light here on this program that she's renting a condo from a lobbyist contributor with a lease that expires just after election day. Rashida Tlaib has moved. This is the Democratic Congresswoman's fourth mailing address in a dozen years by my count. Now, if Tlaib's new constituents in the 12th do not return her to Washington, there's always work at the post office for a person who's got that many addresses committed to memory. Then there's John James, the Republican nominee for the 10th congressional seat in Macomb County, who actually lives in Farmington Hills in the 11th congressional district in Oakland County. Representative Debbie Dingell, a Democrat, departed Dearborn for Ann Arbor. Representative John Molinar, a Republican, motored from Midland all the way across state to a place called Caledonia. Haley Stevens, a Democrat, is expected to announce yet another new address in Oakland County sometime soon. Most spectacular is the odyssey of Westside Republican candidate John Gibbs, who over the past year plots a course from D.C., makes port at his mama's house in Lansing, and eventually sets anchor at a rental property in suburban Grand Rapids. It's all got me spinning, man. And it's also got me thinking. What about the Detroit fixer-upper once owned by Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist? You remember that one. That house was the biggest story of the election cycle four years ago after Gretchen Whitmer tagged Gilchrist as her running mate. She said then, I want someone who's got my back. <laughs> she obviously knew nothing about his backyard. Gilchrist had bought a fetid and abandoned four-family building in 2006 from the Detroit Land Bank for $13,500. Under the terms of that agreement, he had six months to fix it and have it occupied. Otherwise, he had to give it back by law. Two years later, it was still a rotten wreck. Neighbors accused him then of being a slum speculator. Now, Whitmer and Gilchrist went on to get elected. And instead of repossessing the building, the scandal-plagued land bank allowed Lieutenant Governor Gilchrist to sell it and pocket, wait for this one, $190,000. Nice work if you can get it. Oddly, the property was never publicly listed, and yet an LLC from Miami was willing to pay nearly 200 large for a building without walls, wiring, or windows. That LLC, Detroit Renaissance Fund, is essentially a shell company with scant public information besides the fact that it was organized under Delaware law. The LLC was, sold, was told it had six months to fix 
and occupy the building, just like Gilchrist. You got six months or we're taking it back. That was four years ago. Last week, we went there. The building was wide open. No walls, no doors, no nothing. There was evidence that people now use the place to smoke little packets of joy. <laughs> the property taxes are $1,113.03 in arrears. And while the city's building department did cite the shell company for blight and lack of occupancy this summer, the mayor's hearing board with the mayor's lawyers dismissed the citations just last week. It's weird. It's real weird. Very as does the reason why any rational business person would pay more than 10 times the city's assessed value. And the question goes begging, who put the murky LLC and Lieutenant Governor together in the first place? How did you even know each other? It wasn't even listed. That's weird. 200 large. It's weird. Now Gilcrest and the principal of the LLC did not provide answers, and I'm still waiting for them. Not that residents of the north side in the Detroit neighborhood need any. You know what Clay Williams told me? He owns two houses and a lot in the area. He says the neighborhood is close to downtown, and that should tell you everything. He's gotten a blizzard of blaze tickets in the last couple months for long grass and lack of aluminum siding on the garage. They want it all, he told me. I feel like I'm being attacked to get me out. Regular people, like we told you in the beginning of this program, regular people. Clay says, we don't got those kind of connections. And we don't. And it's got to stop. And we'll be back after a message from our underwriters. Dude, what everything! It's time to change fries to go! Ready, set, go, red, go! Detroit might not make it to the championship, but you can have a little bit of Detroit at your next championship party. American Coney Island, 12 dogs with all the fixing. Air mail special, right to your door. That includes Alaska and Hawaii. AmericanConeyIsland.com. The first, the best, and better than all the rest. And they can't fly either! Yeah, baby, I'm going to Vegas! They got a Cody store there, too, yeah! Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. The top-rated realtors in Michigan have said that our five-star certified pre-approval is a game changer to the home buying process. Hall Financial's focus on speed and client service allows you to take on the housing market and win. When you're ready to purchase your new home, you need to make Hall Financial your first call. The mortgage company realtors trust and buyers love. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with us at callhallfirst.com. What's so important? Yeah, you checking texts and shit. I mean, you know, buzzes, this is the new era. You look at your phone every it's, it's two minutes. It's called showtime, motherfucker. <laughs> Turn off your phone. Get this shit fixed. <laughs> I know. God damn, man. Two months before Not I get else. my Everybody shit Everybody pretending like they're not getting paid. <laughs> Can't wait for that special Halloween show. It'll be great. When what you, is that? When you Because Red's going to turn into a bat and fly off the building. Oh. <laughs> okay. 
You don't Count believe it, the do you? Red Baron. Yeah, I actually do believe it. The Count Red Baron. <laughs> All right, let's get to this, right? Okay. As I said earlier, I, I got to say, I'm sorry. I, I, turn it off, report us. I don't care. Attorney General Dana Nessel sucks. She sucks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, a, just, just a couple things she's fucked up in her four years here, and she won't debate. Uh, line five. Mm -hmm. right, you lost that one. The Midland Dam. Hmm, you wouldn't about you, that. you wouldn't let them drain the water and it exploded, right? That's funny. Everyone did forget about that one. Yeah, yeah sure. Except up in Midland. Mm -hmm. Remember when uh, Whitmer illegally seized the state constitution? Mm -hmm. She supported it. That, right. You lost that one. Mary Lou Simons at Michigan State. Hmm. Like you, Nestle said, uh, uh, you were aware what, what he was doing, and the judge, a very liberal judge, called that case that Nestle brought against Miss Simons a fraud. Threw it out, yeah. Threw it out, and uh, no nursing home investigation. Mm -hmm. But here's the mother of them all. Why is this thing echoing? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Anybody else is echoing? Yeah, it is. It is? Yeah. Really? A little bit. Oh, my. I think it's just the room. Open that window. Maybe that'll... No, it just I'll started start. echoing. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you have the sound in the room outside of the... No, it's off. No? Yeah. It's okay. We're still growing pains. We're still doing it. That's fine. We'll go right through it. It works. Okay, but the mother of all motherfuckers here is Flint. <laughs> As we told you from show one to last week, the court finally ruled. All the felony charges have been dropped and Governor Snyder still has his jaywalking ticket and the district court must follow suit because the Supreme Court told him everything's dropped gone gone why because she was so politicized that she fired the investigators that she inherited from bill shooty right longtime acquaintances of hers didn't understand the case tried to do some bullshit i'm, I'm gonna remind you of this remember the bullshit when they came out and go we found all these documents in the basement and i can't believe these documents are in a basement and they didn't even look at these documents and Okay, hold on, Judge. We need six months to go through these documents. The reason you needed six months is because you fired the investigator and the prosecutor. You didn't understand the fucking case and you were faking it. Because you know what was in the boxes? Duplicates of all the stuff she already had. <laughs> That's all it was. And so when they're faking to a, 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 a circuit court judge who's been kicked off the bench for sexual advances, inappropriate grabby hands, uh, yeah, Flint's a fucking trip. All right, that judge told Nestle's people, you don't got six months. You better get some pizza and some Coca-Cola. You got six weeks. So they dropped all the charges, and then they brought the charges back, and the charges were pretty much the same charges as before, only you didn't know what to do. So instead of having preliminary exams like we're all entitled to in Michigan, you got a one-man grand jury that was not only the investigator, the prosecutor, and he charged them. That separation of power can't do it. They said you can't charge them. Bye, bye, bye. Number two, Nestle and her band of goofs decided they were going to subpoena everybody, take all their documents without having a team in place like Mar-a-Lago and Trump to see a third party if some of that stuff you, you seized was attorney-client privilege. It was communications mm -hmm. that would taint all the evidence. So now you got to start over. Not All happen. over from scratch. Wait a minute, man. I mean, don't forget. I mean, you 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 go to Flint quite often. Yeah, I was just up there Tuesday. I got loved ones in Flint. You've been. Uh, it's our neighbors. Yeah. There's nothing. 
You're right. Do you remember the baby on Time Magazine with the scabs and mm -hmm. everything? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. And it's an election season now. And on top of that, Charlie, they have a, a, a crime issue that's out of hand. Mm -hmm. uh, they, yes. they, so so they, they're, they're wrangling with both of those. They have nowhere to turn. How's it worth shit? Not worth nothing. The, the community up there is broke. I've spoken to a couple of house, homeowners who bought their property before all of this. And they're, they're really upset that their property has taken a dump. The city hasn't come back and did nothing. The state ain't came back and got them hold. There's a string of shit following the mayor. Yeah. You know, his cronies, bar fights, beating up city councilmen, contracts, garbage contracts, pipe contracts, vehicle contracts. What the fuck? And we got nothing. Okay, I, I, I ain't voting that. I'm not voting that. But I cannot vote the Republican nominee, <laughs> this guy named Matt DiPerno. Here we go. Matt DiPerno now has a special prosecutor investigating him and his henchmen for stealing voting machines in an effort to corrupt them to show the world it's possible that the election was swung. Not that you have any hard evidence, but you commandeered illegally, and he said so, he said so, in front of many people, we've played the tape. Oh yeah, You've said, what the fuck? No, yeah. like, come election day, that dude might be in the clink. <laughs> right. <laughs> His acceptance speech would be from behind bars. <laughs> Handcuffed on election day. Okay, because, you know, then there's this with, with this Matt Chaperno guy. He was fired from a law firm for padding his expense reports. He, by his own admission, has three different cases before the Attorney Grievance Commission. They might strip him of his law license. So why is he even practicing? Why was he allowed to continue even practice? He's accused of fraud by an old couple, like, uh, in, in terms of the sale of their home. Like, this guy? Yeah. Wow. Election denialist. Uh, you, you might uh, hijack some voting machines, <laughs> and they might strip you your law license for, a, like, a number of fraudulent maneuvers. What the fuck? Sounds perfect for politics. Hey, man, <laughs> you're a Republican in name only. Yeah. You rhinos. Yeah. Okay, Jesus. if you feel that way, I'm with you. That's cool. Feel your way. But you can't give us this guy. He ain't going to win. You can all vote for him, and he gets 25% of the vote. I ain't voting for that. You voting for that? No. You voting for that? Uh, hell no. You can't vote for that. Hey, peanut gallery, you voting for that? No. Uh, yeah, to say something. They can't see you shaking your head all at once. It's, it's pretty much a middle-of-the-road crew, man. You can't yeah. win without us, and we don't want this. Yeah. We, we don't want what we got, but you sure in the hell ain't giving us no, nothing There's, else. There are no options, and yeah. that's, what, that's what puts everybody in a bad position. It's like, well, I don't want to do this, but I really don't want to do that. So I don't vote. So I don't vote. Well, you know, you got to participate. You got you, you got to participate in order to have some moral authority. It's true. So it's not just two parties. There are a lot of parties in Michigan. So we decided we're going to look who's, who's down ballot, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, the larger minority parties. So there is four people running, DePerno, Nestle. <laughs> okay. But there's also, um, <laughs> there's also the United chocolate. States Taxpayer Party. And... Who's the nominee for the United States Tech Part uh, Payer Party? It's a man named Gerald Theodore Van Sickle. 
So we're Van told. Sickle? Sort of like Van Winkle. That's how I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, because this motherfucker must have been sleeping for the last hundred years because not only does he not have a campaign website, he doesn't even have a photograph of himself on the fucking. <laughs> yeah, fake news, fake account, he's a bot. Report him to Elon Musk. <laughs> he's he fake. He, and, we, and every time he calls his phone number, it goes straight to a voicemail, which, I mean, who knows? I've is, never heard his voice, never seen his picture. He? Do you know how old he is? Um, I think he's in his 40s from what I got. I don't think yeah. he exists. Oh, I, I, he might. That sounds like a made-up name. Maybe he's made up. Slickle. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Taxpayer party, get your shit together, man. Collect some taxes and get the motherfucker a picture. Exactly. Yeah. He, he running his campaign old school to show you how true he is. He's down at no. town hall on the soapbox. That's not happening. Man, that guy can't even afford a picture, which puts him pretty much in the fundraising area of Tudor Dixon <laughs> and the Perno and nutbag uh, well, Christine Carmona. Trying to give him Caramo. an interview. Trying to give him an interview. Maybe they can get some notoriety. You're like welcome to did. come on, sir. Come out of the darkness. <laughs> you know who he is? What? He is the Zodiac Killer. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Oh, no picture of the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Nobody knows who the Zodiac Killer is. Right. That's just a little tease for the Dahmer special coming I'd, up I'd later. Vote, I'd vote for him. Look at that. Yeah, you would. <laughs> the Zodiac Killer. Mark, that's creepy. What? You know what? Because you, you know what he, you know, when he does the fundraising dinners, you know what they serve there? Yeah. Fafa beans and some Chianti. <laughs> Silence of the lambs. Good movie. Great movie. Okay, so... Great story. Oh, Based you, on Ed Gein. I don't know. Parts of it are. I know. Look at him. He's going. You, you guys know about Ed Gein? Ed, 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 Ed Gein is a guy from the 50s, killed a couple people, dug up a bunch of other people, and made furniture. Yeah, he's kind of a poser for a serial killer. <laughs> he's a poser? A poser? Wow. Well, <laughs> he doesn't mean... Uh, people like, does people he like kill to point enough out, people? I think he only killed two, but he dug up a lot of bodies, so it looked like more. Uh, but he's I, also the uh, influence for Psycho because he cornered mm-hmm. off his mom's house and kept her part untouched after she died untouched so that's where that part was like he's been using i'm sorry you are I so weird we, we need to have our, is, our halloween tales that's about just mark. TMI, Why is that bro? weird i just want to know where he gets this kind of time to research this shit his wife doesn't like him that much no one no one does <laughs> we love you mark and technically you're a serial killer after you kill the second person you kill the first not kill in my book no. okay <laughs> well we'll get to that later we'll we'll ask mark what exactly serial killer means by the way a serial killer that the term was coined by the fbi in the 70s so when we do our mount rushmore of serial killers we'll, we'll go round round it's it's sort of like segregated baseball you can't you can't count babe Ruth as the greatest you, you can't oh. have it it's got to be you know like the moment it's all opening. So there was no serial killer before the 70s. So okay. I need to cross H.H. Holmes. H.H. Uh, Holmes. H.H. <laughs> H. H., this guy. H.H. H. Holmes. Graduate of the University of Michigan. Killed. I know who 13. he was. That, yeah, was that was Devil yeah. in the White City. Yes, right? That was the book, book, best-selling book. That was yeah. the Chicago World's World Fair, Fair mm-hmm. 1893. And his, his tricky house with and different he, rooms. And he had, he had like ducks from the basement that would, that would send gas in yeah. there to kill people. He had line pits. You and guys are scaring me. I'm just he saying. was a doctor. Oh, so he was ducking people before Jeep. Ah. <laughs> oh. All right, but we digress. Before we bring our guests on, let me just tell you about ADR. They're experiencing more, overseeing more than $250 million in private and public construction projects since 2001. ADR is competent, reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. ADR save clients millions. ADR consultants are experts in procurement and government compliance. Honest, ethical, smart. Call Barry Ellen Tuck at 248 318 9424 for a consultation. Get the job done right on time on budget. ADR. 
248-318-9424. Legacy Partners, saving me some money. When you watch TV and you're bombarded by insurance ads, promising to save you money. But if you really want to save money, you need my new sponsor, Legacy Partners. Yeah, they save me money, bro. Did they really? Yeah. You Can would they you, get my car fixed? Would you lump it? I told you, you with your limping yeah. ass car, you, I told you go legacy <laughs> bar. Limping? You, 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 didn't even, you didn't even get your check yet, did you? No. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm -mm. If you went with legacy, you might have. I've been telling you about how they can help you with Medicare, which they can. Medicare. You're that age. Don't get swindled. My mom's talking to them. And now I'm going to tell you, you can save money on all your insurance needs, your home, your car, your boat, your RV, your motorcycle, your limping ass car at the Normandy Hotel. <laughs> They're independent. So they shop between seven and 10 carriers for your insurance to find you the best deal. And I got a rep, uh, really reputable insurance company. I just forget what it is, but I got all the paperwork. My wife's handling it. That's why you have a wife to handle it. You don't die. That's so a, that's you, a you eat. Yeah, you, you, I, I hear it. You, okay. Oh, you mean you got divorced? Well, at least kicked out. <laughs> you had to bring that up. I, I wasn't even. You brought it I up, didn't, Charlie. That's I know, dude. At least you said. I was talking about my wife, man. I wasn't talking about nobody white, man. I'd be be the fuck. I'd be talking about somebody white. <laughs> I ain't talking about nobody white. So listen, you get your quote. You'll be mad that uh, that uh, you got the current uh, insurance that you got. Here's what I need you to do: call five eight six two zero nine four one zero six. Tell them I sent you. Five eight six two zero nine four one zero six. The best place to shop for insurance, guaranteed. And finally, Luke yeah. Nowacki. Oh, great. Man. Oh, I knew it. You I knew, knew you, you Why didn't would I be ready with that? I had to close I everything out. I knew you didn't have it. Have what? what are you I, you're about? being docked paid. <laughs> you will not get your testicle soup tonight. Darn it. Nice associates in overreactions, not the strategy for the long-term investors. I know what OPEC did today. Mm. I know OPEC. I know the Saudis are working with the Russians. I know Sleepy Joe went over and begged a murderer, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, said, we're going to get more oil. Yeah, surprise! We're not getting more oil. We're getting less oil. You know what that means? Prices go up. That's going to be stagflation. Stagflation. Economic activity going down. Prices are supposed to go down, but they won't go down. Because the input, the price of oil is going up. What do you do? What do you invest in? What if you got a 401k? College plan. What if your shit's sitting in the bank? Should I get go? What should I do? Call Luke. Call Luke. You know, because Luke lives this. Luke will get a strategy tailored to you and your risk threshold. 248-663-4748. Get good advice, get a good strategy. Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Well. 248-663-4748. Man, that was awesome. I'm the only one who came prepared in that. That's not true. We're prepared, Charlie. Karen's been prepared. Okay, Karen, if you're, if you're so prepared. I'm not. Nope, nope, nope. Who's our next guest, Karen? Uh, I know his first name is Joe. I know he represents the Libertarian Party. That's all I know. And he has a really cool backdrop for his frame in his picture. Excellent prep. There you go. <laughs> Dude named Joe with a background on his Zoom. Did better than me, Karen. I just would have said a dude in a blazer. Don't worry. Uh, Joe's a libertarian. Joe McHugh, he is the libertarian candidate for attorney general of Michigan. And if you know anything about libertarians, he don't mind if you got some cocaine, do you, Joe? Not at all. Oh, wow. He is liberal. 
I'm in the middle of actually about to kill the cereal. So since you guys are talking about some cereal Cereal killers. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, yeah. That was cute. That was corny, but it was cute. It was was corny, but cute. That was cornflakes, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) It's granola. Nailed it. You see that? It just walked right into that. All right, listen here, serial killer. Kind of, if you're listening and you can't see, he kind of looks like David Byrne from uh, oh, um, Talking, Talking Heads, Heads, right? Yeah, a little bit. Go he ahead. He's a bigger jacket. <laughs> I don't know if he does. Dan, Dan. I think Dan, the jacket fits just fine. Bam, 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 No drop. You want me to play the song? Get us kicked off of streaming. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, hey, uh, Joe. That's just my excuse. Not how do you feel it. about like if if we just play a little like um, what's your position on copyright law? If we were to play a little psycho killer, they'd mute the whole show. What's your feeling on that? Should we be allowed to play that? Uh, copyright law. I mean, the copyright law is uh, goes back to property law and contract law. So uh, we've got a Fourth Amendment right to to property ownership. Um, I think that uh, from a copyright standpoint. Uh, you should be able to license something from the uh, from the owner of, of whatever it is, and um, you know, keep it tight, man. Come on, make the point. Keep it tight. Okay, well, if that's the case, then why does uh, Dark Money uh, Democratic Governors Association steal my copyrighted interview with Tudor Dixon, and yet everybody else in this media market's making millions of dollars off of it? Do you promise, if elected, to sue? <laughs> The Democratic Governors Association on behalf of the No Bullshit News Hour. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna, if, if elected, we're going to sue a lot of people. Litigious, aren't we? Make a campaign promise, Joe. Make mm-hmm. a campaign promise. All right, real quick now. Like, I promise to sue. Listen, I real quick. to sue the federal, state, and local level over, over access to the voting systems. How about that? Oh, the voting system. Oh, man. Okay, wait. Before we get to that. Let me let me see here. Okay, so like, what's your platform? Um, protect free speech in, in, in the vote, right? Like, uh, you're all into the hacking thing. It's right? basically re- restoring our Bill of Rights is the game plan here. Okay, wait, it, it never went anywhere. Well, it has been actually. As a matter of fact, um, you know, when you when you shut down the state and when you tell people what to do and what to wear, where they can go, what they have to put into their bodies, and nobody you know, tell me nobody tell me what to wear. They told you you had to wear a mask. They told you you had to stay six feet apart. Okay, but that's over. We're moving forward now. Okay, so look, let's go like this. Here's here's one. Joe Biden today announced he's going to expunge anybody that got a a weed possession um, conviction. Now, he's making it seem like he's letting everybody out of prison that's in prison for weed, for, you know, like John Sinclair having a couple doobies on him. There's absolutely nobody in prison for carrying some weed. Nobody, right? So you are for no harm, no foul, no crime, right? So you're saying, uh, what are you saying with that? What do you mean by that? Yeah, so as a matter of fact, um, Keep it tight. this is one of the few areas <laughs> where the president and I agree on, on oh, something. But uh, oh, Democrat. Yes. Uh, it's, a it's the right thing to do. To, <laughs> it's the right thing to do to pardon people, to get them out of prison, expunge their records, and even provide back pay for people who are in prison for nonviolent actions that have harmed no other person. 
It's a Fourth Amendment right to be secure in our person, in our property, and our facts. Okay, if I understand your campaign literature, which is very little of it because you're not raising much money either, um, you, no. you, you're saying this is applicable for guns, drugs, and sex between consenting adults, yes? Yes, absolutely. Well, yeah. nobody, nobody's in, in prison for sleeping with somebody. There's not one you can't show me. I just, no, I... Actually, there probably are plenty of people in prison for... What do you mean, uh, probably? Soliciting a prostitute and... and oh, okay, I, I got that. <laughs> but, but here, you're trying to win our vote here. Soliciting a prostitute, yeah. fine. Yep. You can do that. You could pay, pay for your ass. I mean, I never did. I don't have to. They pay me. I can tell you that story later. It was college. It was cold. I'm just, I needed a cab. It goes on in homes across America. Uh, but it goes on, and the point is it goes on in homes. When it goes on on the street, then I got a problem. Because you're creating a nuisance, you're creating a scene, you're creating possible violence, if you know anything about real life. So, I'm with you on that, right? But who's in prison for soliciting a prostitute? You might be in prison for killing a prostitute. Ask Mark. I'm not a lawyer. Mark, did anybody eat a prostitute? Oh, I'm sure. Well, one of the biggest serial killers of all time <laughs> killed prostitutes here in Detroit, right? Carl, yeah. uh, Carl Watts. Highland Park. Carl Watts. Yeah. There you go. Highland Park. Let me write that down. Yeah. Well done, right? I don't know if he, I, ate, I do know about know if he consumed now, their flesh. You really, you, eaten them. you really missed Charlie's question and the answer. So I'm going to leave that alone. No, go okay. Ahead. So listen, you're saying people that have been convicted of drug or gun crimes should be let out of prison? All nine, all nonviolent prisoners should be let out of prison whose actions harmed no other person, because we have a right, a First Amendment right, to free action. And there, are, there are millions of people across the country, and tens of thousands of people in the state of Michigan, who are in prison for mere felony possession of a weapon that does not involve actually using the weapon. Uh, there, there are tens of thousands of people in prison for substance use and we have the right to do that there because is? it doesn't affect anybody else wait 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 let me let Absolutely. me back up here let before we go, get back to the substance thing and you, you can go ahead red with this but hold on, <laughs> Say, go ahead, I, I, hold on. no on the substance part but i'm sorry man if, if that's an illegal gun and you're walking around with it no 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 i'm no you you're gonna do some time otherwise everybody's walking around with an illegal gun we have a Second Amendment right to to self defense and the choice in doing so. Which but we also have, have right laws. It's been it's been well. Are you a lawyer, by the way? I am not a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. You do not have to be an attorney to be attorney general. You simply need to understand the Bill of Rights and know how to defend it. You are um, so, a former Marine, a logistics officer. I am a, I am a, yes, I'm a Marine Corps logistics officer who swore an oath to support and defend this Constitution of the United States of America and defend the rights of every individual. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's well-settled law that limitations on your Second Amendment right are applicable. So if you're a felon in possession, no, man, you don't get to carry a gun, even if you didn't use it. If you're carrying you know, an unregistered weapon in this state, you may not. That we've, we, that's constitutional law. Charlie, have you heard of a guy named Thomas Jefferson? Thomas Jefferson? Who did he eat? Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Thank Jefferson, you. right? Third president of the United States, wrote the Declaration of Independence. Pretty he, smart barely guy, was right? the, he barely was the third president of the United States. Right. 
You're right. He was he was elected by Congress after a couple of ballots. But, mm-hmm. So, but what happened? I'm trying to get that by me, man. Jefferson describes liberty as rightful liberty is unobstructed action according to our own will within limits drawn around us by the equal rights of others. And he continues by saying, I do not add within limits of the law because law is often the tyrant's will and always so when it violates the rights of the individual. Well, what does that now, mean? Because we're running over. Because- we're running over because Mark fucked up. Yes, you were here. You were with. What does that mean? Come on, Joe. Like, make the pitch. Free media. What? What that Same. means? What that means is just because a law has been passed and has been on the books for a number of years does not make it right. We, the people of America, have a right to defend ourselves, whether it's with our fists or with a weapon or with a mask or a vaccine. We get to choose how we want to do it. And we but, don't sir, you, well, you're asking to be the attorney general. So the laws on the books, those are the ones that you enforce. No, that is not correct. Whoa, it's the, attorney hey, whoa. the attorney general. No, no, no. It is the attorney general's responsibility as the chief legal officer to defend the rights of every American. In Man, he sounds like Nestle over here. What? But no, the, the aging Nestle hasn't done her job. She no. doesn't enforce the You got to enforce the law. She's enforced the law, not the rights. So what, what one law has she not enforced that you would if you were elected? The Constitution. Well, I know. I mean, I want something specific. I the mean, Constitution. Like if, I mean, you can't get more specific than well, that. Well, yeah, you can't. I mean, tell me, tell me something specific that would resonate with voters. Like, what are you calling, Charlie? Constitutional expert, Karen. Yes, <laughs> Karen. Thank you. I'm happy. I'm happy to do that. Listen, during. Um, I know you don't want to talk about the pandemic because it's in the past, but those are prime examples of some of the things that went wrong. People t- tell people we know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because we're on a time crunch. We know that. But we're going forward, bro. Forward. Okay. Wait. I'm pulling up your website here. Okay. Can you still answer my question while you? What was the question? question? Yeah. My question. So, so <laughs> one specific thing, Karen. You asked for a yes. specific answer. Yes. Okay. Tight. We, tight. We to keep have, Charlie happy. Thank you. Because Mark. Social media companies and have censored our speech related to a bunch of things: pandemic, election, whatever. It is the job of the attorney general to sue the social media companies to make sure that we have access to the algorithms. And if that's not possible, then at least we, the people need to know why it's happening. Uh, the voting systems. It, we, the voting systems are run by closed closed. You're uh, not running software. for Secretary of State, bro. You're, 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 we have a first well, wait a minute. Maybe he'll get. Maybe maybe won't be shadow banned. <laughs> maybe we won't be shadow banned oh, if, right. if he wins. We gotta get a shadow banned okay. some more. We have a first amendment. <laughs> yeah, we don't got we don't got but, but just a few clicks left, man. <laughs> you being on here, I can't even find it. We're gonna be gonna... like deep shadow banned, man. Like. We're going to be like Elon Muskville, man. You're going to make us worse than Trump, man. I'm going to have to get on Social Truth or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> Patreon. I'm going to ask him a question. Why should a uh, private yeah. company have to share their algorithm with you, especially when there's competition in social media? Right. That's what I was like. Exactly. Well, that's, that's a really good question. And that's Thank something you. that needs Quick, to Quick, tight uh, answer, and, Joe. Listen, we may or may not be able to win that because it's a private company. But when companies become mm. utilities, then it changes things. And so, at the very least, that needs to be something that's that's addressed in the public domain, discussed and settled. Because uh, you know, things like Facebook and Twitter are borderline utilities at this point. They're the town hall. That is true. The, the, the attorney general has that power to sue for such um, uh, um, description of these companies. That that is something we could do. So, listen, I just well, no, 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 no. 
Go on ahead. Hold on. Just sit just, there and just wait for me here, man. And look good. I, I, I pulled up the campaign site. It's good. He's got one because Van Winkle doesn't have one. Yeah, do you know Van Winkle? Do you know? Yeah, Gerald? you ever seen this Rip Van Sickle does, dude? Does he <laughs> I have not, I have not Van Winkle. But here, you, Karen, you asked for an example. Here's another but example. We all get people. It's the AG's. It's the AG's. Okay, go ahead, Red. Wait, did Joe was answering my question I, again. I just, I, I just want to ask. He Joe, got you, one chance. You can't answer him. We're moving on, man. Do you, do you think that people more concerned about what social media is doing and uh, over our attorney general actually going and enforcing laws that's on the books right now, like gun laws and all that other stuff? I mean, this is not a. We're questioning. We're questioning a candidate, and you're like, "What do you think is you know?" We're dooming. We're dooming. We're dooming his. We're campaign. trying to get this guy to find out what he's up to. I'm trying to train some, everybody. Yeah. Do you believe in transparency, or do you not believe in transparency? I believe in transparency. Well, we have no transparency in our government systems right now, whether it's voting systems or economic data or just the, the way they nursing home deaths. So what would what you I, impose agree, to, to ensure no transparency. that transparency? Is there okay. something that you could do as attorney general to ensure transparency? What would you do? One, yeah, hit yes, them hard. Don't give, don't give them this open-ended. That's not open-ended. Well, what would you do? It's a good question. Okay, it's wait a, a minute. Question. Let me be mean about yeah, it. Yeah, what yeah. would Hold you on. do? Time out. Karen's going to be mean. Drum roll, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with the drum roll. What would you, you do, Joe? Have it. Hold on a minute. <laughs> oh, Red, can you turn oh, away geez. from the I know. I'm with coughing that, with here. That tuberculosis. Yeah, cigarettes and coughing. I'm that, leaving. That, I'm going to call the attorney general. In <laughs> well, she'd lose, so I ain't worried. Mark, we got to All right, go ahead, Joe. Wait, wait. He left. The first thing... The first thing that I would do is is sue at the federal, state, and local level uh, to ensure that all the voting systems run an open source software because we have a right to see the software code this? to make sure that fraud is no. not. Yes, she asked about a specific action that what we can do to to open it up. No, oh, so that is the voting so machines first, again. So this is the first question, but it's I just a, you know I, what? It's not just voting machines. It's it's anything with the government. Anything that the government needs to be transparent and open. To okay. the public because we have a right to know where our money is being spent, I'm and we need it's to know also, what's going on with Lafayette Coney Island. It's not open. I don't know. Well, I don't Coney know. Coney Island is a, pri is a private business, so yeah, that's you. You think? I don't know if I'd call it a business. <laughs> All right, I'm on your website, okay? Because you have one. Van Slickle doesn't. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see. All Does right. he know him? Joseph W. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask oh. you guys a question. Oh, wait. Let me ask you a question. Oh, okay. Joe do you want to? Do you open it? Who are you asking you specifically? Wanna, wait. Wait, anybody who wants to. Hey, no, yes, ask me. Go ahead. Ask me. Ask me. Right, Mano Imano. That means hand. All right, let's do this. Okay. Hey, now, Charlie, man to man means hombre a hombre. So you can pick Mano or right, hombre. Okay. Do you, Charlie, do you Legal believe man, that, you, that you have a right to understand the laws as they are written without an attorney's interpretation? Incorrecto. It's, you don't believe that. It's, 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 it's something like uh, the, the Bible, bro. It's like, mm -hmm. I, I might know, but maybe I don't know. And I have to talk to the priest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. McHugh, a, a lawyer would convolute it, so. McHugh from Michigan. This is, okay, here we go. Just pulled it up. This looks good. Uh, Karen, let me Karen and Mark. Wait, hold on. Whoa, wait, whoa. Well, uh, uh, shouldn't uh, you uh, be able to understand it? 
Do we what? Should you not be able to understand the law? Should they not be clear? Yeah, you, objective you should be able to understand people? the law, but the the, the bad, and mathematics. But, but the good and the bad part about the law <laughs> that doesn't is mean that, you give me the answer. But it's all left to interpretation, and it is, which is why attorneys from two different sides of the same issue can argue the very same law and you don't to need their an benefit. And it, yeah, and so you don't need an attorney. Exactly. And there's a reason the law is inscrutable because it's so hyper specific that there's like every like. Um, Every time I see a lawyer, you know, there's like a bunch of books <laughs> in the back that nobody ever All reads. Right. Mm -hmm. Listen, let, let's talk about abortion. No, no, hey, no, no, no. You're you, you're the attorney general. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm the fucking host. I, you, you're the candidate. I'm the host. I'm the host. I'm the host. Well, here's the here's the reason. Wait a minute. The attorney general's care. job is simple, to issue simple question, sir, sir, sir. Simple question. If Proposal three passes yeah. pretty much abortion in all cases. If elected, will you enforce that letter of the law and leave people alone? And leave it, listen, proposal three doesn't do anything. It was a simple question. Yes or no. Balance. It was a simple and question. It, will I'm you going to protect, I'm going to protect both the woman's right and the right to life at the end because oh, no. now we're going to work to restore Roe v. Wade. This is not the the proposal three is not Roe v. Wade. And of course, it's it's, it's not. But you're the attorney general, and it's not for the state of Michigan. We're not electing right. you to restore it. We're electing you, whatever the law of the land, whatever the Constitution says. Whether I get my priest or the dude on the corner or you to tell me what it says, whatever it says, that's the law that you're going to enforce. Is this correct? No, it is not. I'm oh my God, an activist, an activist attorney general. I don't know. That's a that's so, a, no. That's a that's a. That's I'm going to enforce the laws that are in line with our rights according to the Constitution. Oh, you can't do that, bro. The ones that, that are in line. The job of you're the, the attorney general. You're the caretaker. Now let me like. That is the job of the attorney general. I can't go for the, that. The law, there's makes, a, listen. The Supreme Court passed a void for vagueness. Wait a minute! Don't don't try to get it all out. I, I know nobody's giving it's, you an interview. They're not going to give you another one if you keep doing this. <laughs> Let me go to the next it needs, it needs to be said. The law needs to be clear. I know, but you don't, I don't, even, I don't even know what we're talking about. I don't either, because I want to go here. I've been lost since the beginning of the interview. Because you guys aren't sharp like me and me and uh, Joe are. Oh, is that what it is? I mean, this is high. Wait a minute. Mark, are you following uh, this? John Wayne Gacy was highly involved <laughs> in, the, uh, in the Democratic Party system in Chicago, Illinois in the 70s. Just thought I'd throw that in there. That's politics. Wow. Do you support having 36 <laughs> teenage boys rotting under your crawl space, sir? Oh, no, that's, that's, that's a line too far. <laughs> okay, now here I'm on your I'm, I'm on your campaign site. Uh, oh. You know, and you're asking whoa, whoa, hey, oh, wait, hold. Yeah. <laughs> the government thought I was a spy who stole secrets. What about nine one one being an inside job? That's transparent, sir. Do you believe that nine one one was an inside job? Who doesn't know that that Me. was an inside? Job? Me. Me. 100. Now, let's let's unpack this. I was there, dude. So be real careful with me. Like, this isn't a game. This isn't hijinks. I watched the planes go in. I watched the towers fall. I watched the bodies get pulled. So, 
Give me two pieces of evidence. Don't go on and on. Be real clear and be real careful. Because I lost friends in that shit. So go ahead. And almost on cue, he is frozen and gone. Good. Oh, wait, right. is he back? There he is. He's back. I think I'm back. This is, that, that happens a lot. Oh, because oh, the government did that. The government was muting you. Okay, so tell that. me, bro. You be. I just saw this. Like, you got to be kidding me. That was an inside job. Yes, of course. I mean, Building 7 didn't collapse on itself. Building, yeah, it, it, building 7 fucking melted, dude, and of course it collapsed on itself. I, it I fucking, itself, I fucking watched it. I watched it. There was no, there was no plane that hit Building 7. No, so but you want to know why, man? Because that fucking fire was so hot. That it melted yeah. two big towers, and seven, as you know, is right next to the towers. Right. Yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. And okay, so like, what about the two towers? How's that a fucking inside job? This is almost Listen, outrageous. The, this is it's not even really a very consistent, sophisticated conspiracy here. I mean, the Bush, Biden, Cheney, Wolfowitz, Rumsfeld. They published a document called the Quadrennial Defense Review. That's excellent. So, so, so tell me, so tell me, so tell me how this was a fucking inside job. Are you saying planes didn't fly into that building? Are you saying we hired the people to fly the planes in that building? What are you telling me? Remember, I lost friends in that fucker. So tell me. Yeah. Remember, remember, I covered that fucking hole for all 365 days. So I know kind of some stuff here. So tell me cleanly. It was a controlled demolition so that we can upgrade demolition. our military. So that we can upgrade our military. And it was a controlled demolition. You didn't see them. You, I watched, I watched that really balmy September morning. I watched the fucker go into it. And I watched the explosion. And I know that it burned at over 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And that that fucking metal melted. And I know that those buildings were designed to collapse on themselves that's how it was designed, because how else are you going to get them down after 100 years? What? A controlled demolition? No fucking way, man. No. Charlie, Charlie, uh, you wrote the book about Detroit. I you did. Know, you've seen. And ain't no lies in it. And ain't no conspiracy you've in it. You've seen controlled demolitions in Detroit. You know enough, like anybody oh, else. Jesus. Buildings come and blow up. Jesus, dude. I, I, and it pisses Real me off. It pisses me off when a bunch of soft motherfuckers think they know what they saw and that this is a game to them. And like we can diddle with the talk about fucking mass murder. That's 3,000 people. That was no controlled demolition. That was a fucking murder scene. And it wasn't a controlled demolition. You know what pisses me off, Charlie? What Go on. What pisses me off is sending, is sending my brothers and sisters in arms overseas to fight for oil and opium. Well, I went overseas, did you? That pisses me off. I went overseas with a pen. Did you go overseas with a pen? I didn't like us going over. I was overseas with a rifle, Charlie. Yeah, I went with a pen, dude. You, you did pen. logistics. You you did, did like MREs and, and shit. Every Every Marine is a rifleman. So, yes, I That's carried a true. weapon, too. So, I was there with the Marine. You know, 24th Marine Expeditionary Unit. Good dudes. Mm -hmm. There were no WMDs in Iraq. We shouldn't have been there. I was against it from the get. <clears throat> Afghanistan, sure. We had him. We let him go. Yeah, the government's fucked up. 
the government, there are conspiracies. There is the Patriot Act. There is all that stuff. But for you to predicate it on that shit, well, you lost my vote, dude. Because that, I cannot do. That, I can't you know have I can't? people spew shit and then pretend like you got evidence. There ain't no evidence on that, man. Charlie, you're. I gotta go. To I gotta go for a break. Yeah, but make what, me mad. But what I'm go not going to do is lie. No, to Charlie, don't leave us here. No, go ahead. I'm, make me too mad. Okay, go ahead. We're listening, Joe. Karen, listen. I I know why Charlie's upset, and I, I'm as just as upset because I went and served my country and found out that through logic that we sent our troops overseas into harm's way for a lie. And when you go to Afghanistan and they control 90% of the world's opium supply and the price of heroin falls his, in the street his break is immediately over. after our invasion, that's okay. a big problem. Okay, I heard the heroin. That, that might all be true. Okay, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Hippie Jesus, do me a favor. Find out if there's a fucking communist or something running for attorney general. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Appreciate your time, brother. <laughs> thank you. Charlie, thank you. My man. Can't do that. That was a short break, Charlie. Can't, I, I Very just, short. I, I can't do this. Uh, 150,000 ballots in Detroit mm. were fraudulent, came in at 4 in the morning. It's not true. That starts out with Atrium County and their glitch, and they want to find 150, and then they dump it on Detroit. I was there. I did it for you. If you want to say the software was corrupted or whatever, I don't know nothing about that. But I will be back this November, working the election again for you, and I ain't buying no bullshit. I know what I see. I know with my eyes. Control fucking demolition, 150,000 ballots. Fuck that shit. I'm going to be honest. You, you know, with something like 9-11, you know, conspiracies can float all around. The, the most important thing was over 3,000 American citizen lives were lost. So at this point, 20-some years later, stop with the conspiracies. Well, bottom line. Again, if, if 3,000 people's lives were lost, right? Yeah. If you got some evidence that the United States government did it, then I'll be the first motherfucker up there hanging them high. Are you kidding me? I, I Are mean, you kidding me? Yeah, it'd be, right. It'd be of the course. story of the century. Yeah. Fuck the story, you know? man. You well, just you just murdered my neighbors and my it's friends. Then highly investigate. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're not going to do this bullshit. Yeah. If you were there, you could tell me. If you could see those corpses, you could tell me. If you watch it fall, you could tell me. If you could see the shoes in the street, you could tell me. Control fucking demolition. It's a goddamn... Seven, I forget, 747, whatever, 737, 30, yeah. whatever the fuck, man. Jet fuel burns hot. It melts yeah. steel. It, it burns continuously. It's not like no... Come on, I'm looking for something serious. Yeah. The fucking world's going to shit. Got young people over here, man. They don't know what their future is. The fucking debt, inflation, no work. And as uh, Kenneth says on the uh, Facebook, he says, so we're back to nestle now? Jeez. Which, <laughs> that's up to you, <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's up to you, bro. It is, but it's just... But that's that what we illustrates that's the point. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. Nobody wants to run for this shit. And I know Joe actually wanted to run for governor, but the libertarians wouldn't have him, so there was nobody running for fucking attorney general, so they gave it to him. Yeah, but you know... But at least he's here. Yeah. yeah. No, I get points for that. At least he's here. Mm -hmm. Because if you put them all together, let's see you all. You won't do it. That's not happening. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. It's not happening. The new age of politics ain't about qualification. It's no, about it's not. 
like it's a popularity contest well popularity and then d- d- distraction and d- you know to divert away from the it's all emotional like look what this person did look what they didn't do that has nothing to do with what you're bringing to the table what have you done what will you do what can't you do it's all distraction all respect to joe here i'm still on his uh you can go what's it uh, libertystrikesback.com if you don't believe that covid was an inside job i'm reading this t- to believe He's quoting a commercial from 2015. You guys remember the show, The Last Man on Earth? Oh, great yeah. show. It was yeah. pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, Will Forte. Mm-hmm. It, it was basically like... He so, was the last man on Earth. Something escapes from a, a vi- lab. A it's a virus mm-hmm. and everybody dies. Okay, so his proof here appears to be, here's a commercial on Fox, The Last Man on Earth. It's the year 2020, one year after the virus. Mm. So they're telegraphing. That's pretty dumb. That they're releasing a virus on us. Why would they tell us? Now, I'm not a conspiratorial thinking person, but I will say, hmm, the epicenter of COVID is Wuhan. And there's some bat market or something. And just down the road, there's the Wuhan laboratory of virology, where they're working on COVID specimens. I mean, I don't know. You guys remember COVID? And we're all yelling like doesn't like I'm a reporter. So a rational reporter would be like, hmm, why don't we go ask the laboratory of virology what they might know about this? John Stewart even brought it up. And now he's a kook. Where is our answer? Remember Biden put. He's going to ask the intelligence community to get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. Where's the report? But you but you have to challenge things. You have to question things and nobody challenges or questions anything. And that is is the problem and so people come to their own conclusions i think we're somewhere in between uh, a, a balance of what we think we know and what we think didn't really happen well part of challenging things though is accepting answers you well know, yeah too, but, too but, that, but, but that's going to depend on who you accept your answers sure. from i got an and, idea let's 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 shadow ban us <laughs> yeah, that, that'll fix <laughs> well, it and that's the thing i mean it, <laughs> that that's a whole nother conversation. That's part of, that's yeah. part of the game. But it is, and and it, it is. It's part easy of the game. to shadow ban somebody. You know what you do? You just get a bunch, pay ten people, yeah. and report yep. report people for being untrue. Yeah, but are, th- are we anything but true? Every fucking big story coming out of this town, we're doing it. Yeah, but Charlie, that's and that's the thing. I mean, so it. We have a lot of information from a lot of different sources. You know, people have a right to question when you start talking about what's logical and what makes sense. That's all relative. I mean, when you even talk about facts, I mean, it, it's it's all up to interpretation. And I think that there should be more questions for a lot more things. I don't think we should just, you know, just envelop and, and embrace everything that's passed out to us. I don't. Well, I think, and I just want to throw this in here. I think once the fact checkers who were supposed to be media anymore. and news mm-hmm. stop being mm-hmm. fact checkers and problem reporters to the people, it left it open and then the internet mix in didn't help because now the internet, anybody can put whatever they want out. Well, but, me, but this is the other thing too. And I mean, I think that there's some, like, you know, when, 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 when the government sees that there is something that is against what they want you to believe then information starts to come out that that's wrong that's a conspiracy that's this that's that and it's not necessarily true i mean i think at some point you have a right to question and challenge you know what 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 they're telling you i mean seriously i I just i do and i think that for the longest we haven't questioned enough 
Speaking of serial killers. Yeah, like Philip Markoff, the um, Craigslist killer. He used uh, the internet to kill people. Okay, Mark. I'm just trying to segue. Okay. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> Great <laughs> really was. Speaking of serial killers, man, I'm a writer. Use the internet. I'm a writer. <laughs> Did I, I know, say I hate speaking that? of, but what? what were we talking about the internet? I don't know. So listen, the only internet murder I can think of. Right. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's the, the kind of, kind of the, the big cultural news is the, uh, bring it in, kid. It's my nephew, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hi, Sam. What's up, Sam? I don't know what he's actually studying at the University of Michigan, but he's a senior. But uh, he's at the University of Michigan. He's been a, he's been a columnist there for geez, since a freshman. Yeah, which he's, is a, he's got which is a Sam's big gonna, Sam's gonna do great things. No, though. Sam's wondering what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah, well, so are we, Charlie? I'm like, go to Ukraine, man. The Unabomber <laughs> wondered that too when he was at Michigan, also considered. Okay, a Mark. The, yeah, the Unabomber. Yeah, I forgot the about Unabomber that. School, actually. <laughs> oh, Sam wow. said he was cool. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Sam, don't run for attorney general. Man, Maybe got, he could. Now we Sam got, and Mark is going to start the serial killers club. We got we got twenty one Pulitzer Prize winners from the University of Michigan, seven Nobel laureates, one president of the United States, a bunch of astronauts, and the Unabomber. And this is this month. And, and, and John Sinclair, that's the weed dude, who now gets his record expunged. So that's good. That's balanced. John Sinclair never did it. I think we had a presidential assassin too, right? Uh, I, I don't, look at this guy, Doctor Death. God, or, Mark. We're going to call you Kadorkian. <laughs> I'll wear that. The great I'll probably wear that. Yeah. I actually, uh, you know, I actually uh, got to drive around with Dr. Death. Of course yeah. you did. And, 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 and his new electric vehicle. And it looked like a big giant ovum. Like right. the Mobile kind of? Yeah, it looked exactly okay. like that. And then we're driving around. And it, basically, he didn't care. He did what is life? You go around, you spin around. There's no lie. There's no God. There's no anything. I mean, what did it matter? And then I said, hey, why don't we take this uh, thing on, uh, on the freeway? And he says, no, it's too dangerous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, I, and, I, and I said to him, I go, uh, yeah. That, he that, made, he that, made Jeffrey Figer, though. I, I said to him, I said, uh, yeah, that, that would be suicide. <laughs> <laughs> but he made Jeffrey Figer. That was the transition for his career. That was a big one, yeah. Yeah, sure Jones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, man, you, you're in, the, you're in the, uh, this Netflix series. Yeah, monster, uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Yeah, mm-hmm. why? I mean, I mean, I, I well, I, I'm not the only one. Fifty-four million people have watched all ten episodes. It's one of the biggest things Netflix has ever had. I mean, it's it's really well done. Ryan Murphy, who's done American Horror Story, uh, American Crime Story, The OJ. It's well done. It's really well done. It, it is. A little, I mean, a style I, like well, like homoerotic serial killing cannibalism mm-hmm. is really well done it's really not bedtime viewing no not at all well neither is but you know what neither is dateline neither is 2020 i mean those they can have are some those per- still on <laughs> are those still on they i can. don't i don't think they eat people though is that's the thing now i i, I swear to god because yeah, i started watching it and i'm like jeffrey dahmer and i googled it mm-hmm. you know speaking of those old shows uh, it was Current Affair, Bill yeah, O'Reilly. Yeah, Nancy Glass. Uh-huh. And, and it had an interview in prison with Jeffrey Dahmer, and he doesn't speak anything like this actor's pretending him to be, which makes me question the whole shit. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there's some dramatic license. We don't know the conversations he had with his victims either. But it makes well, isn't for- that why we're watching it? I mean, it, like it's a true story, but it's really not a true story. Is anything 
Look at you. I can imagine some of the I'm just saying, is any story a true story? I'm going to write that down and send it to Joe McHugh as he says, <laughs> not only should we rewrite the law so you can understand them. Like, look, motherfucker, you can't stick up a liquor store. <laughs> That's how it's all going to be rewritten. But remember, the, hey, motherfucker, you can't eat people. The, the reporter that broke the story on Jeffrey Dahmer said that there were a lot of inconsistencies. And I do know that there is some entertainment value that has to be inserted into it. But he really had an issue with. Uh, what do you mean inserted it into it that's that's macabre no <laughs> double entendres over. but they do cover all his crimes and, and honestly i mean all joking aside i just find it fascinating how these people can exist among us and it's rare i mean we don't what's it from mars do you think what? there's one in this room no would, would no. you pick so out I, I somebody that has yeah, those capabilities for, who, oh yeah, yeah who would be the serial jesus hippie. who would be the serial killer in this jesus, room mars? jesus hippie the most normal looking I one. I know the, the most normal looking people one. That that write be the red. smallest. <laughs> people who write the smallest. Normally <laughs> have a lot to let out. It's either your daughter or, or, <laughs> or my adopted nephew. It's one of them. <laughs> They're going to get together. going to be Bonnie and Monster. <laughs> We're going to go on an eating spree. Hey, you got a little clip? Yeah, well, this will show you how good it is. Okay, now we're allowed to use this uh, uh, YouTube and Facebook because it's called commentary. That's right. That's fair use. Stealing my interview with Tudor Dixon is not fair use. <laughs> Sounds angry. Yeah, very. That guy got me all going on the 9-11 shit. We start over. I didn't hear it. Two plastic bags. This is everything they found in his apartment. Okay. There was a human head in his refrigerator. Two plastic bags in the freezer, each containing a human heart, another containing a set of male genitalia. How do you cook that? Careful. Olive oil? Deep fried. In the bedroom, there was five more skulls, knives, and hammers and saws and Polaroids documenting the dismemberments. In another drawer, we found a complete human skeleton. The bones had been bleached, a dried scalp, and then a 57-gallon vat. 57? Filled with acid. They come in 55. Inside were three torsos. I'm just saying, you gotta get it. In various stages of decomposition as well as other body parts that he was attempting to dissolve or look how close the press line is there like mm -hmm. it's right on Strip top of it like the tissue off the you bones. couldn't move them across a block <laughs> dramatic license we don't know and uh we should just tell you that based on debris on some of the cooking utensils we found oh and oh the my. marks on some of the body parts as well as things your son mentioned to us. We believe he ate some of his victims. Do -do. So, so this, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be hooked on this? I, I mean, I find What's it, wrong with everybody? I find it horribly interesting. <laughs> but it's. Seems... I mean, I'm not celebrating him. He's a fucking monster. But I, I would. That's I, easy to say. Mark. How a no, he, that's so but he easy is. to I'm not, say. But how a docudrama is done makes a lot of difference too. Like that, comes across as or as they say in milwaukee a dacudrama a dacudrama <laughs> jeffrey dama dacudrama jeffrey dama thursday night thursday nights are different around here that's, that's it's, 
Oh, come on, what? No, I was going to say, you're, you're right, Karen, but that's what makes that's what draws people into the story. We're talking about you, Mark, so just Whoa. talk about you. Stop talking about people and talk. What do you want to know about me? What's going on? With what? In I'm, your you obsession. Your, your, your obsession with the serial. Oh, I don't. It's not an obsession. It's I a, just, totally I, an obsession. You sit here and cite statistics, Mark. I like true crime interesting. Mm. Okay. Mm. I don't know. This is fucking mass murder. Okay, bro. Yes. Who's your top four? Serial killers. Because well, you know them all. I mean, I, I could say, name me 20. Okay. Name me 20. Name me 12. I can't do 20. Name me 12 serial killers without even. I can't do that many. Stop. Yeah, I can't, can't do that many. Yes, you can. Yeah, your name just go, just go, just and go. Well, well, you mentioned Zodiac. You have Night Stalker, uh, Hillside Strangler, Green River Killer. Um, well, we talked about Carl Watts, Dahmer, Gacy. Um, there's that guy, guy in Norway, but does he count? He's off. He's, uh, yes, he's he in counts. a different he country. Going, going, yeah. That's all I can do right now. H.H. Well, H. 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 Holmes. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Games. Who? The, the, the guy that made furniture. I, Made furniture. Gaines, Gaines. Oh, Ed Gein and Gein. then um, that's ten. Henry Lee Lucas. Eleven. Um, that's, uh, that's all. I can no, do. no, don't quit. One more man, dig. You can do it. You can totally do this. You know, like Jack the Ripper. Did I mention Bundy? No, you did. Ding, 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 right. ding, ding. Yeah. Mark's officially fucked. Look at you, Mark. Oh, my God. So let me, but don't let, we learn we're, things? We're going to have to visit Mark. Kemper, Mark, that's another Mark are you 13. Are you intrigued by <laughs> them and their, their circumstances? Have you done that or pursued your intrigue, I guess, in... Like, uh, have you ever thought about being time? a serial killer? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Come on, Karen, get to it. I'm trying to Red ask. will interpret. How fucked are you, man? Let me, let me say this. Like, have you ever seen any of you the pictures? You ever put a firecracker up have a frog's you, ass? Have you ever seen any of the pictures, like, from, you know, the police department, from the crime scenes? Yeah. Have you seen? Sure. You, okay, so those yeah, intrigue you as well. That's okay. awful. Yeah, they are. But I didn't know if you've ever seen, because that, that's a whole different ball game than what you watch on television. Okay. Horribly desensitized because you look at it so much. Yeah. All right. Who's your top four serial killers of you know your of all time? More. But remember, it's got to be the seventies. Oh well, yeah, because you won't let me use H. H. Holmes. I, you can't. Dean. You can't. But it's good to bring him up. You I, know, honorable mentions. Um, Gacy. Okay, uh, John Wayne Gacy. That's, and Dahmer. Is that your number four? Which fun fact? They hated each other. Okay. That's great. Okay. They didn't kill. We each just other. gave honorable mentions. Did they know each other? Killer. They did not know each other, but um, Gacy was put to death around, well, when Dahmer was in. They got um, caught at the same time. Uh, well, Gacy was in prison for a long time before he was put to death, and Dahmer was locked up when he was being put to death. Okay, number four. Number uh, four. Number four. Oh, boy. Henry Lee Lucas. Henry Lee. Is that, is that okay? No, you know what? I can't no, change no, it already. No, no, no. You can't. Henry. I already messed that? up. <laughs> Henry Lee Lucas. Uh, there's a good Netflix series. <laughs> he killed over 100 people I think Mark watched this shit 54 million times <laughs> I'm, trying to figure, I'm, a, I'm like Grace asked earlier When does he have time When do you have time to watch Netflix When I'm driving um, When you're driving <laughs> You know when I'm You know when I'm uh, You know Going Surgery yeah. <laughs> It's part of my job Yeah surgery When I'm okay. experimenting in my basement With the lights low Um all you know, right. when I'm trolling the streets. Go <laughs> on. Gacy Dahmer. I'm going to go Henry Lucas. Okay, wait, Lucas. who's Henry Lee Lucas? Yes. That's Texas. That? He's a, he killed a bunch of prostitutes in Texas. Okay, so Henry like Lee over Lucas. 100. And okay, Bundy? number three is? Uh, three, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Dahmer. Dahmer, who killed 17. 17. Mm -hmm. And Dahmer, the neighbors saw him. 
drag a 14-year-old back in. The police help him do it. Yeah. Although the, the Dahmer special is incorrect because... Uh, there, which, there, there were plenty of this, this Glenda is, Cleveland did not even live next to her. She, she lived in the next she, building. Yeah, over. They also used her as a composite of. I don't think they people. needed to do they that. They didn't need to do that. They but. didn't need to do it. It's not creative. Right. I mean, it's not good writing when you have to do that. Okay, so Henry Lee Lucas, Jeffrey Dahmer, number three. Uh, Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. Tell us a little bit about John Wayne Gacy. Uh, the killer clown. Everybody doesn't everybody know Gacy. Yes. I mean, he, was, he seriously well, was heavily do. involved in Democratic politics in in Chicago. He's a man of the people and. But I think killed 33 people, uh, dug up his crawl space in his basement, cemented them in. Um, just a total madman uh, sociopath. It's quite that, interesting, right, Mark? Not Mark. I think so. <laughs> a lot of people may not remember this, but what was the name of the serial killer we had here that killed prostitutes? Carl Watts. Carl, Carl Watts. Watts. Yeah. So did you know what, we... What year was that? Oh boy, that was over the seventies and eighties, right? Because our serial killer, the latest one, the you know the one that uh, killed women, yeah, in the house, the abandoned house, yeah, he was just sentenced yeah. today. Was, was he? Yeah, and I just went and got gas at the Sunoco, where when the Ferndale police picked him up with a woman, uh-huh. uh, they were creating a ruckus, so they put him in the car, drove him over the county line to State Fair between and seven and eight, him. dumped him at the Sunoco, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm just telling you today that. It's so wild at the Sunoco, people are rolling weed oh, at, yeah. at the fucking glass. Yeah. I mean, all right. But I go there because it's 55 cents less a gallon. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm telling you, man. Are you sure it's gas? Putin ain't beating me, Are you sure it's gas? Speaking buying. of serial killers, you can put Putin up there, motherfucker. You yeah. didn't have to do that. But, yeah. okay, so number one? Uh, number one is going to be the Night Stalker. Mm. Richard Ramirez. For only because... You he stole re- mine, man. No, you, conv- you convinced me when we talked about it because he really had Los Angeles freaked out. Night Stalker did his shit for a year, and he just broke into shit. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a fuck. Whatever he broke into, he was raping, and he was killing, and then he was eating out of their fridge. One year, yeah. 13 people, something like that. Yeah. Like a lot. <sighs> but where's Ted Bundy going all this? That's I think I Bundy's- Bundy killed like 100 people. I think Bundy's over. Overrated. I think Bundy's overrated. Whoa. Because he killed minute. women? 28. No, I don't know. I just No, he admitted but, to 28. They yeah. think he did 100. Yeah, I don't know, but Bundy's never really interested me that much. He interested that me. So is he too commercial for you, Mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah, I like him before they're cool, like John Norman Collins. You know, white chicks, and he didn't eat them. <laughs> Charlie, I'm serious. Well, he so, just, he just, you know, he just, he just raped him. He raped him, right? Yeah. And killed yeah. him, and then that was that. Yeah. I mean, a hundred women, bro. That don't make your... It's a pretty basic Who's this Henry Lee Lucas, dude? All right, fine. Take Lucas off and put him on there. Okay. But he's Come a- back next week, man. I want, I want your production tight, and I want your serial killer list. I know. Right. I'm all, I'm all you, messed up. Do you today. know... I think I really set the tone. What about... What about... The Washington, the highway sniper. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah they drove around him and a young mm-hmm. boy, and he was in the trunk sniping people. Yep. John yeah. Muhammad and Lee Boy yes. Malvo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus, yeah. you are good. <laughs> Mark just remembers everything. That, doesn't he? He does. Do you know how to cover that? No, when they caught him, like, because they were up in Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, we had to dig through the trash and go to the weird little farms and stuff. And it was, it was four or five days. And at the end, I had to get on the plane, like, going back to LA. I had an afternoon flight, but I caught this tip. Caught this tip that um, he used to drink in his bar. Like on Fisherman's Wharf, mm-hmm. while the you know, because it's Bellingham, Washington, this wild, wild west. 
and I had heard like a bunch of serial killers had drank at his bar. Like, I, I don't even remember, like Ted Bundy and... Uh, Kenneth Bianchi, one of the Hillside Stranglers. Hillside Strangler. How do you know that? Because <laughs> I found your article. Oh, did you? Yeah. In the Jesus Christ. And <laughs> <Yeah>, serial <laughs> killer. <in it. laughs> I wrote the article. So I'm, I'm, I'm wandering around outside his bar. It's about 8 in the morning. It's open. And I'm like, fuck, man. Fuck. I mean, how do you, you know, when the press shows up, Everybody hates the press because there's like a thousand of us. <laughs> hey, man, you know the serial killer, man? You know, like it's like I'm digging through your garbage and I'm like, what do I do? How the, how the fuck do I go into this bar? Like uh, a bunch of roughnecks and shit. I'm I, I going to start a conversation. And I remember smoking like, what am I going to do? I, I, I need this story. It's too good. And I pull on the handle and I open the door. I look in. And I yell out, hey, is this a serial killer bar? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty disarming, right? Sat down, bought some drinks. About 20 minutes later, three people walked up to him and gave him an interview. Was the story any good? Oh. I thought the story was great. It's, um, let's see, $2 bud and a Bundy for every bar stool. That's the headline. <laughs> That's a great headline. <laughs> That's Ser- terrible. Serial killers drank here. They say at the bar on Holly Street. Its name is the Waterfront Tavern. It's a good bar that should not be judged bad simply because some customers misbehave so spectacularly, patrons say today. That is what they said in the mid-70s after Ted Bundy drank here. Mr. Bundy confessed to killing 20 women. They said in the late 1970s after Kenneth Bianchi drank here before he was arrested in the killing of two college roommates. He and his cousin, Angela Buono Jr., were convicted in the Hillside Strangler case in Los Angeles. They said it over a year two ago. cousins. I know that's a really, you don't see, you don't see teams of... Yeah, it's a family affair, right? I guess. I think Bianchi killed two by himself. Bloop. That's a little fun fact. Uh, before he wrote his <laughs> uh, this, I think I, Mark's I, like I, the I, Wikipedia I, of serial someone, killers. Someone fact check me on that. Yeah, uh, they said it over a year ago after James A. Kenny, who also drank here, was arrested in the murder of a woman found dead off of Mount Baker Highway. The highway killer. Yeah, the highway killer. Yeah, they, he pleaded guilty. Um, now it makes me feel bad for leaving the Green River Killer off my list. The Green River Killer. <laughs> now they're saying John oh, Muhammad, accused in 16. the sniper case, drank here. I don't know. We just seem to attract him, said Millie Ulmer in the early morning bartender. This town is full of drifters, but even so, Muhammad did not look right to me. Little did I know. Bellingham is a jumping off place to the Alaskan tundra and the Canadian wilds. The area is home to hippies, yuppies, militiamen, fishermen, American Indians, and tramps. People brew Applejack in the woods and breed bird dogs. The tavern opens at 6 a.m., the earliest in town. It has bay windows, cheap paneling, and a view of Bellingham Bay. A pint of Budweiser goes for $2 in the morning. All of this is what attracted the other men, say regulars who say they remember Bianchi and Kinney and recount local Bundy lore. The bar is a stone's throw from the mission where Mr. Mohammed and his teenage traveling companion Lee Malvo stayed. Drinks are cheap. Mr. Mohammed drank Budweiser as he whiled away the morning watching cable news and the price is right. He looked clean. He was very polite and articulate, said Lynn Farmer, the owner. He always had his own money. He applied for a job, but we threw the application away like we do with all guys from the mission. Is that a violation of what? the equal opportunity? I think so. It's discriminatory. <laughs> not hiring that serial killer really. for the mission. <laughs> Be a better one. <laughs> yeah, that, not that one, but the other. Do you have a resume? <laughs> yeah. Well, they make you great fondue. Do you, do you have any resources or are they all dead? Uh, Mr. Muhammad did not try to blend in or adjust his personality to charm the locals as Ted Bundy did. He was belligerent, fellow patrons say. He railed against the United States and spoke up for the World Trade Center attackers. 
I wanted to take him outside when he was cheering for 9-11, said Drew Samdelins, who was drinking this morning before he took his boat out to lay crab pots. That's a good idea. I had a, I had a gut feeling about the guy, and I wanted to kick his head in, but they probably would have put me in jail. Despite the guest list, people who drank at the waterfront described themselves as warm, well-adjusted. Perhaps it was their accepting attitude, they surmised, that let so many notorious characters feel welcome. Live and let live, says Pete Davis, who was unemployed. Of course, we only know after the fact that they're bad guys. I don't know. Maybe we should name sandwiches after them. It's a good oh, article. Wow. That's pretty good, Charlie. Yeah, a really good article. That's yeah. good. You, Charlie has had some of the most interesting interviews. I mean, just yeah. the, the stories that he extracts and the way that he does it. I, I had to pull up the one that you did with the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Uh, Cracker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is yes. classic. <laughs> we, ought to, we ought to play that uh, if you can at some point. That that I mean, but just how you're able to, you know, it's just not the, okay, there's a brown chair, there's this. This is the person in the chair. This is, you know, how that person occupied the room. This is what, I don't know. It's just... So that's a you, whole you, you ought to be a journalist, Charlie. <laughs> it's, 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 it's good. I mean, when, when you can see what you're reading or what someone is saying, then you're an excellent writer. And I could see that whole scene as Mark was reading it. So, Well, I'll tell the youngins, you two guys back there, her, she wants to do it because she studied journalism. 90% of the job is getting in. That's all it is. Getting in. 10% is everything else. Get it right, thinking about it, writing it down. 90% of the job is just getting in and knowing where to get in. Okay? Now, speaking of getting in, I got in the Garland Gilchrist fucking shitty yeah. ass. Yes, you did. And man, there's something not right about this thing. And we deserve an answer and you're not going to give it. And so I'm going to hound your ass. How did you get 200 grand for this house, shot by Red, edited by Mark. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> Is it up? Here's the Grillcrest house. Now, uh -oh. I'm standing at the former residence of uh, Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilcrest, who bought it from the land bank for a mere $12,000. The law says if you don't have it occupied in Six months, the city take it back. They didn't take it back from him. They let him sell it to some murky LLC down there in Florida for over $200,000 and let him pocket the money. The law also says if you make a profit on it, you got to split it with the city. But the city made up a rule saying, well, since he put 200 in, he didn't make anything. All right? I said, what about the LLC? Don't they got to fix it up? They said, this is two years ago, we're satisfied with the progress. Man, there ain't even walls in this shit. There ain't no why. This is how Gilchrist left it. Court's collapsing. This shit ain't. Oh my god. Whoops! Mr. Gilchrist, you got some splaining to do. Careful, don't fall through the door, bro. What a hustle. Two hundred thousand. Well, back door. Look at that shit. They secured it all right. You're kidding me. With a piece of plywood <laughs> and a piece of lumber to fucking hold it up. Best security. No money wow. could buy. This is how the connected stay connected. How the rich get rich. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> 
And one more question, Mr. Gilchrist. How did you find this LLC out of Florida? I don't believe I ever saw a listing for this house. Know what I'm saying? Answer the question. I told you. I told you I wasn't going to drop the situation. The rest of us got to abide by the law. We did tell him, Karen. Yeah, you Ooh. did, Charlie. Fucking hole in the all the way. That Miami connection. Dangerous as shit. I can see all the way down to the basement. Oh, my God. oh wow. Do you see a hot water heater down there? Well, <laughs> if you can't be a slumlord, you know what they say. Plan B, Lieutenant Governor. <laughs> Kids live next door, man. Come on, bro. It was all bullshit. Look at it. He didn't put 200000 in that house. No fucking way. I drove my cigarette out, but I don't want to like the place all fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's rotten. That's, that's crazy. But rotten. but but there's a you, you hear Florida, 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 Delaware, Florida, yeah. Delaware, but Florida with off, with offshore investors. Just saying, we keep hearing Florida. <laughs> I just want to say the background breathing was provided by my out of shape. <laughs> I, I was like, what was that? I didn't want to say that. Wasn't nobody stalking, oh, was Charlie. You? That was me. I thought that was a radio in your <laughs> fucked up car, man. Ty Legacy Partners. We'll see you on Monday.